In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriots. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real America's fight! Amigo, ¿quieres votar? ¿Ah? ¿Quieres votar? Claro. Naga, vota. Claro que ah, sí. Sí, sí. Presidente sí. Trump. Sí, sí, sí. Sí, claro. Yo firmo, Amago. yo firmo. Vámonos. Sí, sí. Gracias. Oh, sí. Make sure you vote. Trump, vota, Trump. Vota. Maga, Maga. Maga, 2022, vota. Sí. Hey, guys, we're at the end of the wall here. We're in Yuma, Arizona. This is where Joe Biden, one of the areas where Joe Biden sends the massive groups of illegal aliens to invade our country. You can see here, President Trump's big, beautiful wall, and the end of it, this is where they simply walk around and come in. And I figured, since Joe Biden and the Democrats are simply allowing this invasion to try to get more illegal votes in the 2022-2024 election, we might as well play the same game. So we've got a MAGA voter registration set up over here. We're gonna be talking to the folks. They're all coming, most of them now, from socialist communist countries, escaping socialism and communism from Cuba and Venezuela and other countries around the world. They don't know that the Democrats like Joe Biden are socialists and communists. So we're gonna educate them on that and make sure when they register to vote, they don't vote Democrat. ¿Quieres votar? Sí. ¿Quieres votar? Sí, amigo. Maga, ¿quieres maga votar? Ultra maga, yo. Ultra maga, sí. Presidente votar? Trump, presidente aquí, Trump. Aquí, aquí. Yo soy Trump, yo soy sí, Trump. Sí, 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 aquí, aquí. Arriba, arriba, vámonos, vámonos. <risa> yo soy Trump, yo soy Trump. 
Ah, uh, Ultra Maga. That you know what, folks. You know what's great about that is that uh, you know that I that that whole idea uh, was basically birthed in the LFA family, and we laughed about it one day. We joked about it one day. Everybody flooded Ben's page. Everybody reached out to Ben and said, "Hey, if they're gonna be coming through anyway, and if they're going to be coming through uh, facilitated and funded by the Democratic Party, in hopes, in hopes." that they can A, transform this country from the inside out, and B, get all of them as voters, we might as well let them know that they're being lied to and the people, the very same uh, people and policies and corruption that they are fleeing from, they would be fleeing right back to, so you might as well vote Trump. Hey, if they're going to be here voting illegal anyway, then vote El Trumpo. You know what I'm saying? I'm so very happy. That Ben Berkwam finally did that. As you know, we were talking about that a couple weeks ago here. And hey, this is, what it, this is what I mean when I say that we put things into action. This audience puts things into action. I absolutely love it. I'm absolutely honored to be side-by-side with Ben, fighting the good fight and side-by-side with all of you, wearing the full armor of God together, shoulder-to-shoulder as Americans, standing up, for the red, white, and blue. Amen? Folks, we made it through another week. It is Friday. You're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting, as always, from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it is a blessing and honor and a privilege to be here every day. Doing this job for you, I want to give a big shout-out to the Real America's Voice crew, the Real America's Voice uh, getter team, and uh, pretty much everybody that works tirelessly to give America a better source of news, to give America the truth, to take everybody away, max exodus away, a mass exodus away from the CNNs, the Fox Newses, and give them a home right here on LFA and live from uh, and, and Real America's Voice News. Um, I do want to. Uh, I do want to kind of preface the show today with letting you know that uh, today's a very sad day uh, for me and my uh, and my family as my wife's uncle, whom I didn't know very well, I'll admit, uh, but anytime I see my wife and children in any kind of uh, distress, it obviously puts a strain on my heart. And I'm very sad to inform you that uh, after last night's show, I got home and my wife was, was in tears and, uh, and she, her uncle is uh, stage four pac- pancreatic cancer, and he's only got a few days to live, unfortunately. So um, for the Real America's Voice audience, this is an earlier taped show uh, than what you're normally used to seeing because, uh, you know, the family has to make an emergency trip to Pennsylvania to say our goodbyes, and uh, I believe that God's, uh, God's plan for us to, to, uh, to be able to make sure that he's right with Jesus before he goes is a priority, and... Um, I'm not sure where he is with the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, but I can tell you that uh, my wife and children, if anybody can, if anybody can uh, uh, hopefully open that door for him, if he's not there already, uh, they can do it. And so um, just pray, pray for us this weekend. Um, I'll be back Sunday night, so I, I won't miss any shows or anything like that, but pray for us this weekend. And... Um, and just pray for my wife. You know, if, 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 if behind every good man is a great wife. And, uh, you know, my, my everything depends on my wife's uh, stability and her support. So 
just give us your prayers, and, and, and I thank you so very much. Uh, I'd like to say, uh, beyond that, I'd like to say a happy birthday to Beth. Beth asked for a happy birthday today, so if we could all say happy to birth- birthday to Beth, and uh, let's actually uh, put a smile on our faces, even in tough times like this. We're all experiencing tough times, folks, whether it be an illegitimate presidency or a residency, as I like to call it, or whether it's a death in the family. We all experience human emotion and we all experience human tragedy. And uh, we need to put a smile on our face through that. We need to thank God for adversity. We need to thank God for our trials and tribulations. And we need to make sure that anybody who's leaving this life to go to everlasting life will have that everlasting life. Okay, so. Let's just uh, let's let's put a smile on our face and let's sing happy birthday to Beth right now, shall we? That'll bring a smile to everybody's faces. So join with me. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Beth or Bethany. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Beth. And uh, you know what? Just put a smile on your face knowing that we are wishing you a happy birthday no matter what we're all going through here. If you're watching on Rumble, please rumble the video right now. Hit the little boxing glove if you're on the app. Hit the plus sign if you're on the uh, on the web uh, version. Uh, if you're on Getter, repost it if you're watching on Roku or Fire Stick. Uh, please as well. Uh, just uh, share out with your friends and let them know to tune into Roku and Firestick and watch Live from America, okay? And uh, I'd like to do some live shout-outs actually right now. So let's go to let's go to uh, social media. Terry Sue, how you doing? She says, happy birthday to Beth. Miranda Dolan, God bless you. She's uh, giving us prayers and comfort, and I, I thank you for that so very much. Thank you for that so very much. Uh, we've got Vegetarian in the building. How you doing? 43 Gators is watching. Greg77. Brown Sugar 22 says prayers up. God bless you and thank you for the prayers. Appreciate that. We've got Deb McElroy in the building. Miguel Ortiz is watching on Rumble, which means either Miguel Ortiz has switched where he's watching the show from or he is watching on both Getter and Rumble, and as we switch over to Getter real quick, folks, because that place is on fire over there as well, we've got Bev1958, Bev we've got Heidi Pfeiffer, we've got Lord Fishy watching, Keith Day 777 is watching and says prayers, Trump45 for me, Mary, Mary, Suzanne is watching, she says happy birthday, Beth, that's Suzanne Vermontes, thank you, and Suzanne, thank you for the help on Telegram as well as, that, as, the, as, as the bots on Telegram are out of control. Bree K and Texas Chick, God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for watching, and uh, if you can, watch again, share out the social media link. Now we're going to get to the verse of the day, folks, which is I titled, A Legal Immigrant of Heaven. That's kind of a catchy title, huh, for the newsletter this morning? A Legal Immigrant for Heaven. Not an illegal, but a legal immigrant. Verse of the day comes from Philippians 3. 18 through 20. If you have your Bibles uh, handy, grab your Bible, flip to the back. uh, As Paul writes, Philippians 3, 18 through 20. For many of whom I have often told you, and now tell you even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame. With minds set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven. And from it, we await our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. It says our citizenship is in heaven, which got me thinking. 
and allowed me to put this together for you. So please be patient as I read through this. How incredibly grateful we should be all knowing that we are legal immigrants to heaven and there is a place prepared for us. Do you know how many illegal immigrants are actually waiting to get into heaven and never will? How many are now desperate to try to sneak in, but they will never succeed because the only way in is through the Savior, the Son of Man, the Son of God. That is it, period. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Heaven has a wall on its border that cannot be breached. You have to come in the only way it's designed to let you end in, and that, my friends, is border security. Now, imagine you are a person with a family trying to make it to the United States of America. You are watching all of these people flood the country the wrong way, and in doing so, they have to make a very treacherous journey filled with risks to their lives at every turn. You have to spend months of your time and any money that you have to try to get in the back door. Why would you want to do that if you could just come in comfortably and legally? Yes, it might take longer. Yes, the road may be a little more narrow, but you come in comfortably and legally. I'll tell you why they don't want to do this. And I'll tell you why by the millions, they're trying to come in the wrong way. It's because nobody wants to do the right thing and nobody wants to do what is required of them to enter properly. Everyone is trying to do it the wrong way. However, those who are doing it the right way know what is awaiting their families. Safety, security, freedom, and peace. In a land that loves them for who they are and that will accept them with open arms, just like heaven. And heaven is waiting for you and you, and if you uh, have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it is waiting with open arms. You will be a legal immigrant where you are loved and accepted for who you are and your belief that Christ died for your sins and rose on the third day is your very salvation and ticket in. And that, my friends, is a great feeling. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be legal immigrants of heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Folks, let's go to the Lord. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one and say the Lord's Prayer with me from your lips to his ears. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And folks, you never know. Kim Klasik might be in this chat on Rumble as well. I was talking to Kim right before we did the show. And uh, we're actually going to get Kim Klasik on the show. But today's guest will actually be Christina Caramo, Secretary of State candidate from the great state of Michigan. And we are honored to have her on in just a little bit. So if you're watching on social media, share the video. If you're watching on TV, just wait. And we'll be right back right after this. Stay tuned.
Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Christina Caramo, Trump-endorsed Secretary of State candidate from Michigan. We've got her coming on here in just a little while. So very honored to have her. If you want to share the video and get uh, people in that may have questions, we are going to take audience questions for Christina today. We all know who she is. There's no reason to vet her, although I still may ask her the vetting questions just in case anybody out there does not know who she is. But she's a fighter. She's Trump endorsed. And I think that speaks for itself. And again, like I was saying, if Kim Klasik is in the uh, the Rumble chat, how you doing, Kim? It was nice to have a conversation with you. Out of the blue this morning, I did get a text message from Kim Klasik, uh, another patriotic fighter. And uh, we're going to get her on Live from America hopefully next week. And uh, it's just so many, so many great people coming together. Uh, Jeremy, so well said. You are... Hold on. Such a man of wisdom. Wow. I haven't heard that very often in my life. Thank you very much. I do appreciate that. I do. And any wisdom that you see or hear coming from me is, uh, is all heavenly wisdom coming from heaven through the Holy Spirit uh, through me, not from me. I have no wisdom whatsoever. I guess that's why I call myself the humble host of the show. Anyway, folks, uh, Greg says he rumbled the video. Did you? That's a very good question, Greg. Thank you very much for letting them know. All right, folks, here we go. We're going to come right back and get into the first and foremost section because we want to finish up uh, this segment for Christina Caramo to come in. So here we go. Folks, you're back right here, locked and loaded on live from America. Thank you for sticking around through the commercial break. I love you. We love you. And, uh, Here on Real America's Voice News, you get real news and honest views and those across the LFA TV network. For all the stuff that is not um, broadcast on Real America's Voice News, I welcome and thank you very much as well. Now let's get to our first and foremost section. Please lift up your cup and let's have our first slurp of the day. Another assassination attempt on another Republican because of the extremely dangerous Rhetoric coming from the sewer-dwelling, swamp-donkey Marxist Democrats. And, if the, and look, I'm all for freedom of speech. I'm all for anybody saying whatever they want to say. I can tell you to jump off that bridge, and if you do it, that's your bad, not mine. It's not my fault that you listen to me. It makes you stupid. Now, the Democrats think completely different. They think if you tell somebody to do it, do something, and they go do it, then it's your fault. That is what they're trying to pin on Donald Trump. So I am going to pin this on them. We already know that Steve Scalise had an attempted murder, right? He was attempted to, uh, he, was a, he had an attempted murder on him by a, by a Bernie supporter. We know that uh, Justice Kavanaugh was an assassination attempt on him from another Democrat who was told to do it by a Democrat. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we have another assassination attempt on another Republican's life, put in danger because of the rhetoric of these Democrats, and that is Republican Lee Zeldin from the state of New York. I don't know if you saw this last night. It was absolutely crazy. Let me get into the story, then we'll get to the video. Get into the story first, then we'll get into the video. A man armed with a knife, jumped on stage and attacked New York Republican nominee for governor, Representative Lee Zeldin, during an outdoor campaign rally in Rochester suburb of Parenton last night. The man reportedly wrestled with Zeldin, but was subdued by someone else at the rally. Zeldin was not heard in the attack and ended up finishing his speech. And now when I read that, 
When it first came out and I read this, I thought to myself, wow, what this immediately made me remember was the assassination attempt on Theodore Roosevelt where he got shot and the bullet got lodged in his chest. But luckily there was, it had to go through some, uh, a diary or not a diary, but a daily notes uh, book of Theodore Roosevelt went into his chest, lodged into him. They wanted to rush him to the doctor and he said, no, I'm going to finish my speech now. He didn't get shot, Lee Zeldin, obviously, and he didn't get stabbed. But that reminded me of finishing his speech. That is somebody who's passionate. Now, Lieutenant Governor Candidate Allison Esposito was cut on the hand while helping subdue the attacker. The attack was caught on video, and I would like to show that for you now if I could. Now, there's nothing that's going to be, uh, you know, viewer discretion advised, but it is disturbing to watch what happened. So let's get to that video now if we can. Zeros will be heroes again come January 1st. Our healthcare workers, our teachers, our law enforcement officers, our firefighters. We're fighting for our government. People are leaving the state because they look at Florida, Texas, Tennessee, and the Carolinas, and their money's going further there. They're feeling safer there. They're living life freer in these other states. You're still here. Here it comes. And this watch, watch closely. is our last stand for New York. And there's only there's only one option. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know the most disturbing part about that is the attempted assassin, David G. Jacobonis, 43 years old, from Fairport, New York, was charged with second-degree felony assault and later released from custody on his own recognizance. Can you imagine the outrage if that was a Republican white supremacist, black, brown, or whatever, they'd still call him the same thing, and he attacked a Democratic congresswoman or congressman who was running for governor, that person would have never, that first of all, it wouldn't have been charged with second-degree felony assault. They would have been charged with attempted murder. Second, they would be in some D.C. gulag-style prison, and you'd never hear from them again. Arraigned in a parent in town court and released on his own damn recognizance. And I'm sorry for getting so passionately mad about that, but what in the H.E. double hockey sticks is happening right now in America? Where are the Democrats calling for a ban on knives? Are we going to see that today? Are we going to see a ban on knives today? Look, if the Republicans weren't winning so much right now, 
then the Democrats would not be so desperate. That's what you need to look at. That is the forest that you need to see for the trees. Now, this is another reason why we desperately, desperately need to fight back against this infringement on our Second Amendment rights. And for that, I'd like to go right now to Representative Victoria Sparks, who was born in Ukraine, and she is a representative of the United States in Indiana right now. I'd like to go real quick to a video of her yesterday uh, sitting in front of Nadler and the rest of these gun-grabbing scumbag losers, and I'd like to get to her testimony right now about why it's incredibly... Hold on. Why it's incredibly uh, important that we do not give up our Second Amendment rights, and we do anything, and I mean anything, to protect that. Let's go there now. Representative uh, Victoria Sparts from Indiana. State of Texas, but I want to speak on behalf of state of Indiana. It is a common use weapon to protect. And as a mother of two daughters, as a woman, I truly believe that is infringement of my rights. And I want to make sure that my children, my great children, and grandchildren and children of my constituents have the same rights to protect them. And I think we need to remind us what really happened in countries like Ukraine right now, that there are a lot of people probably would love to have something, you know, to protect themselves. And we know why we won our war, you know, against kings and queens and became a republic because our American people had these rights. If you don't have the rights and you have a police state or you can have bandits running the show. And I think that is very dangerous. This is, gives me a freedom as a woman. And I don't, you know, I, I, my concern is when we talk about this is issues of common use and unusual and dangerous weapons, my concern is what's happening in Afghanistan, what's happening right now in Europe. If we don't take control of some of the things, we'll have javelin and stingers in common use in our cartels, Mexican cartels that have a lot of money right now. And they're big buyers of weapons right now in the market. And we have an open border. It is a dangerous weapon, and we have to make sure that we deal with these issues and protecting our borders and make sure that we have proper oversight and not abandon dangerous weapons in Afghanistan. That was a disgrace, what we did. And it is going to can hurt our cities if we don't get our act together. And I think that is something we need to find the common ground to do. And if you look at the state of Indiana, we had the great example where we have some good red flag laws. And, you know, even though I have some concerns, we put some check and balances in that red flag laws. We had shooting and the red flag laws didn't stop because they're not getting enforced by the laws. And we had an unfortunately shooting. And we just recently had one where constitutional carry that stopped shooting, you know, that more people didn't die. So we have to think what works, what doesn't work, because this bill is really about taking the rights from law-abiding citizens. And that is a problem that we have a big difference. So we have a lot of debates here about a different position, and we go on this series, and, and I'm not academic, okay? I'm not going to go, and I don't care what this law is. The laws are not for academics. We are the belief of this rights of Second Amendment rights as American citizens or don't believe. And if we don't believe, then we better Tell us our children and grandchildren that they are not protected against the born and domestic enemies and tyranny government. And they're not protected from bandits and they're not going to be protected and guaranteed their life and safety protected. And See, what I like about her, folks, not only is she spitting the truth there, not only is she stating facts upon facts upon facts, but she comes from countries. She comes from a region 
where she understands how important it is to have our Second Amendment rights. And I wish more Democrats would listen and stop being Marxists. Because that's all they are. Marxism leads to communism. And that's what the Democratic Party is in the United States today. We'll be right back right after this. Please stay tuned. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, while we're on this commercial break, I do see... Hi, Christina. Can you see and hear me okay? And are you... You can you can unmute yourself now if you'd like. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I wasn't sure. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? I, I am very, very, very well. I'm, I'm glad you're here. And uh, I've been, been hoping to have you come on for quite a while. And good thing we have a mutual friend in April Moss. Um, (laughs) who, uh, who hooked that up for us, but I, I I do very much appreciate you being here. We, uh, we are live, uh, still right now for the social media audience. However, we're going to come back for the, uh, Real America's Voice, uh, audience here in just a minute. And again, this airs tonight at 10 PM on, uh, on Real America's Voice. And it airs obviously on my network right now. So we'll bring you right back on and we'll get right to it. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you too. <clears throat> all right we're back right here on real america's voice news uh from uh the live free or die granite state of new hampshire and it's uh it's an honor to be here with you guys every single day every night monday through friday and as promised we have a very very special guest on with us today uh somebody who's fighting in the swampy state of Michigan, and there's a lot of swamp to fight there. You've got Gretchen Whitmer there. You've got Jocelyn Benson there. You've got a bunch of rhinos there. And in the midst of all of it, you've got somebody who is tip of the spear there, doing whatever she can to make sure that we save our country state by state, and that is the uh, the Secretary of State candidate. Trump-endorsed Christina Caramo joins us uh, this evening here. Christina, how are you, and thank you for joining in tonight. I'm well. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you very, very much. Well, again, you heard uh, you heard my opening. You are in a swampy state of Michigan. There's no need to ask you if you believe the election was stolen. We know where you are on that one. We know that you're fighting for an election integrity there. You're going up against a very, uh, uh, I call her a Marxist, but Jocelyn Benson, who uh, helped facilitate the steal there in Michigan. You have so many people that exposed the theft of the election there in Michigan. Uh, can you give us an update where you are in this fight, what kind of support you have moving forward from the Republican Party there, and, uh, and, and, and how it's, this is shaping up with your fight against uh, jo- Jocelyn. Well, we have massive support with the people of this state. So we're really pleased to see that. Of course, there are some Republicans who are still disgruntled because they still want me to shut up about fraud, which is a national security threat. And I will not be quiet about that. This is not a partisan issue. You know, we hear people say, well, let's move on. Let's move forward. You know, currently, as I speak, people across the state of Michigan are receiving voter ID cards for people that they've never even heard of. They're receiving voter ID cards for people who lived in their home 30 years ago. So there are people who carry the title Republican who want me to shut up about it. And I will not. This is not a partisan issue. This is an issue of national survival. 
Our elections are the only way that we, the people, maintain control over our government. And we see clear evidence that the current office holder, Jocelyn Benson, has intentionally corrupted the qualified voter file. During the 2020 election, people received absentee ballot applications for people, for, for dead relatives who never lived at that address. Not only the Secretary of State has that access to then add those fraudulent registrations or organizations she gave access to the voter registration um, database, which we call the qualified voter file. So, Christina, let me ask you this. Uh, we all and everybody in the world saw that Michigan was really, I mean, as far as like kicking out the poll watchers, putting up the uh, cardboard in the windows, I mean, that was some of the worst stuff that we've ever seen. You know, and, 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 you know, Georgia had its mess down there with the fake, you know, plumbing incident where everybody had to evacuate because there was a leak in a, in a faucet somewhere or a toilet wasn't flushing somewhere. I don't know. It was a big excuse, and excuses are like, you know what? Pennsylvania had its own problems there. What do you think is going to be um, – how do you think that that is going to be avoided this time around here in the midterms in Michigan as far as, like, the poll watchers being kicked out and the cardboard putting up in the windows? Like, what kind of measures have been put in place there in Michigan so that that – portion of the uh, of the cheat doesn't happen again. Well, it's really been the grassroots activists across our state that have been leading this cause because we only have ourselves to rely on at this moment. So what we see is an effort from the grassroots advocates activists to attack the real threat to our election system, which is the corruption in the qualified voter file. So we're thankful that our party is, you know, recruiting election workers and recruiting poll challengers because that is very much needed. Because one of the problems in a lot of democratic cities, there's a massive deficit of Republican election workers and poll challengers. I personally witnessed get kicked out and their rights violated. So that is needed. But the real heart of the matter is the corruption in the voter registration database. So there has been uh, individuals who file lawsuits and other actions that they have moving forward to clean up the voter registration database. And also people across the state are keeping those voter ID cards that they've been receiving as evidence as to what we're talking about. Because when I get a, not, I haven't received one for a fraudulent person, but if someone gets a voter ID card for a person they never heard of, no amount of Jocelyn Benson biting her eyelashes or fake news media spam or DNC talking points can negate that, hey, I got a voter ID card for a person I've never heard of. So this, this is the type of evidence we're talking about. Additionally, it's another thing I want to bring to people's attention regarding in the state of Michigan, there is a push for an, an, uh, a constitutional amendment called the Promote the Vote. And this is nothing more than an intentional attack on the security of our election system. We're talking about private money in elections being put into our state's constitution. We're talking about nine days of early in-person voting put in our state's constitution. We're talking about no more requirement to have an ID and the provisional ballot process that allows the clerk to ensure this person is who they claim they are. I mean, we're talking about so many attacks on our election system. We're also talking about waste, financial waste, which I know I won't get too much into that, but because the way they find our election system, the cost that it would cost the taxpayers of Michigan to secure the process with these types of failure points will be just immeasurable. So they are just this is a rampant attack on our election system. As I say, the Marxists, as you call them, and I agree with that statement, that we're up against they're not, they're not, they may be evil. They're not stupid. And they're right. intentionally attacking our election system and they mark it as expansion of voter rights. That's not what's happening because anytime you allow legal ballots into the system, that is voter suppression. No, I agree a hundred percent. And you're, and you're right about the, uh, if you, 
Look, Virginia gave us the blueprint, right, with 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 Governor uh, Yunkin winning there. And that blueprint was having the people on the ground, having those poll stations completely filled. I believe they had something like 90, 90 some odd percent of their uh, of their poll watching positions filled, uh, which was which was way up compared to what it was you know, in 2020 in the general election. So I think that's key. I think another thing is key is that the, G, the, the, um, the RNC needs to be kicking in the money for these swing states to make sure that there's lawyers on the ground, there's people on the ground proactively rather than reactively or else we're going to, it doesn't really matter. I mean, we can, we're just going to be a dog chasing our tail over and over and over again. We need to be, these people like Ronna McDaniel, these people that have a, a, a stranglehold on the Republican Party need to understand Trump, MAGA, America first, ultra MAGA candidates, that's the future of the Republican Party. They're old, tired ways, they're, they're over, they're done. We don't care about raising money for the, the RNC in Trump's name, all this stuff, no. And, and, and what I see in you is somebody that's trying to do, trying to take a, a hold of the party there and, and say, look, we're purging this party and this is going to be the way things are done, not the old way. So that's why I was wondering how much of the support you had by the actual Republican Party there. Well, you know, it's interesting. There are individuals, as I mentioned, who are flailing uh, and they're, they're in the death throes as we see the political class. We see many, many people who have Jocelyn Benson put in office than me, even though they claim to be Republicans. They much rather have Jocelyn Benson because I won't shut up about election fraud. And the thing about this is so sad because the evidence is there. Whether or not, you know, how much fraud there was, that's a secondary point. The primary point. The primary point is that there is massive fraud and these people were not held accountable. Mm. And these people are so fixated in protecting election fraud. They rather have someone they know is corrupt stay in office. That way they can have, they rather have someone corrupt than someone that they hold. And that is a fact. That is just a massive fact. And to your point, we don't need to be chasing the fraud after the fact. As you mentioned, we need to have lawyers. If the RNC does not have lawyers on the ground on election day, to stop fraud as curse, then that means there needs to be a massive revolt amongst the Republican electorate. And you know what? We're seeing a lot of true liberals migrate to our side because oh, yeah. the Democratic Party has totally been taken over by Marxists. They're, they've been taken over by Marxists. And so you have your true JFK Democrats who are populist, is what we are, are migrating to the Republican side of, or more uh, willing to vote Republican because what they see is their party has abandoned them. And they realize that these principles that we hold as conservatives are about protecting the individual liberty while protecting the country. And we can have our disagreements on issues like abortion and other things. I'm pro-life conception to natural death. However, what we do see is individuals, even within our own party, who are actively trying to suppress discussion regarding election fraud. And they say, oh, move on. Let's not talk about this. This is a national security threat. Yeah. And these individuals are silent about promote the vote. If that promote the vote constitutional amendment passed, that is the death of the state of Michigan because our elections will be permanently corrupted. And as I mentioned, if I am elected as secretary of state and that passes, it will cost millions upon millions and millions of dollars to secure the process with those types of gaping failure points in our election system. So we cannot have that. We cannot have that. We must secure our election. And if individuals do not, you know, a lot of our elected officials, now that, you know, the primary is a week away, now they want to act like they care about election integrity. It's like kick rocks. Yeah. You guys for a year. I know. 
to have, you have nothing. And then suddenly you're terrified because all of these populist candidates are chomping at the bit and about boot you out August 2nd during the primary. So now they want to say, oh, we're worried about election integrity. Miss me with that, as I like to say, quote, yeah. unquote. Yeah, because, you missed me with that. You know, one. you guys didn't do anything when it mattered. Did stand up. And in fact, you tried to tell us to shut up. And the thing about it is just, and I always like to point to this, if there was an army of Democratic volunteers who saw Republicans cheating in an election where their guy got booted from office, would you have Democratic officials and party members telling them to shut up about election fraud? Yeah, no, 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 they'd be lock in step with 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 their agenda. Now, here's the other thing. We don't have a lot of time, so I want to touch on this quickly. Uh, ballot fraud, ballot harvesting is obviously a, a, a big and probably the primary way that they stole the election. Look, I'm, I'm all for getting rid of the machines, but I know if it wasn't for the mail-in ballots, they wouldn't have been able to do it. That was the big one. The mail-in ballots, the dirty voter rolls, the Eric system that's funded by Soros, all of this stuff that keeps track of this for them, and then they can make up these dead voters and all this other stuff. The state of Washington, I don't know if you're aware of this. I reported on it two days ago. The state of Washington, which has not elected a Republican since they've been stealing elections out there like in Oregon uh, in a very long mm-hmm. time, They are now taking matters into their own hands since the state legislation can't and won't. And they are forming their own 24-hour surveillance teams of these drop boxes. And they're filming them 24-7. And what's happening is the Democrats, they're screeching and screaming to the sky with their little pink hats on, saying that this is voter intimidation. Now, you remember back in 2016 when you had the new Black Panther Party and you had these Marxist groups standing at voter, um, voter uh, poll stations with guns. And, th- and that wasn't voter intimidation. No, that was a right. But now it's voter intimidation to film a drop box that you might be illegally dumping ballots into. So I think we need to get a handle on these drop box situations. And if you can't, for whatever reason, ban them in your states. I think it's a great idea to form individual citizen teams to watch these things and film them. There's a lot of retired people out there that are looking for a way to get involved, and that's a great way. Uh, Christine, I'm going to give you the last 30 seconds. Anything you'd like to say and where people can go to financially or on the ground give you some help? Yeah, please visit our website, karamo.com. Christina with a K, Karamo with a K, com. It is important. This is not a partisan issue. This is not a partisan issue. As I mentioned, we talked about how we see people in the Democratic Party pushing the fraud and people who claim to be Republican trying to suppress discussion of the fraud. So it's be a uniparty effort we're up against. This is not a partisan issue. So share this with your friends who are liberals. We are trying to protect America. We do need conservatives and we need some JFK Democrats. We have to team up together mm-hmm. and take back our country. We, we, this, you know, this, we are so hyper-partisan to the point where we We've entered into these cults. When members of our party do the wrong thing, we won't speak up. We can't do that because it's not about protecting party. It's about protecting country. It's about saving state. It's about saving nation. That's what it's about. And so we have to double down on our effort to secure our elections, irrespective of political affiliation. And when people claim that we don't want access, that's false. We want to make sure they're secure and accessible, but security has to be number one. And also, please make a financial contribution. It's very expensive to take this fight because this is something that our enemies want to continue. It's a systemic election fraud, and we the people have to take our country back, and it starts with secure elections. So we definitely need your support here in Michigan. 
Amen. Christina, thank you so very much for coming on. I want to, We're going to be praying for you, praying for an armor of God over you. We love you. We're behind you. I want to have you back on soon for an update, and we will uh, we'll get our folks active and trying to, trying to get you over the top there in Michigan, okay? All right. Thank you so much. All right. God bless you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. A very, uh, very strong, patriotic uh, candidate there in Michigan, understanding what's wrong in Michigan, endorsed by President Trump himself, didn't have to ask her the vetting question. We already knew the answer to that. So let's keep up the fight, ladies and gentlemen, and we will be back with more Live from America right after this. So please stay tuned. Yeah, sorry I didn't get to uh, um, questions from the audience, folks. I really wanted to, uh, but I was I was trying I was like watching on the way through, and really nobody was asking questions. Uh, I seen a lot of people arguing with each other, so that was cool. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I apologize. But I think it was a good interview nonetheless, and I'd like to have her back on. Uh, but anyway, yes, go to ChristinaCaramo.com. She's got all. If you want to look more into and do your own research and not take my advice for it or not take President Trump's advice for it, go to her website. It's a great website. She's got it all. Laid out. She's got a great video there for you uh, that tells you about who she is and what she stands for. And again, she's up. I'll tell you what, in Michigan, she's got a big fight ahead of her. Okay. Wisconsin has easier fight than she does with Republican candidates. Uh, Georgia might even, I don't know, Georgia and, and, and Michigan are right neck to neck. Georgia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania are definitely the worst swampy rhino states in the nation that we need to purge. And I, and I believe, I believe that most of you who live there would say the same thing. County girl says, uh, country girl says, smart lady, she would get my vote. Amen. Michigan needs her, said Lacey. How you doing, Lacey? It was good to talk to you through Getter as well, and I did pray for you immediately. Keep up the fight. God bless you and your family, Christina. Jeremy, she was so good. She was great, Jeremy. Great. We need help in Michigan. She was very clear. This country is a mess because of Pence. <laughs> hey, hey, that's a good way to look at it. That's a great way to look at it. Country is a mess because of Mike Pence. You are not wrong. You are not wrong. That is, that is a great way to look at it. Um, all right, let's come back from this commercial break because I've got some serious business to get to, and uh, I don't have a lot of time to get to it. So without any further ado, here we go. And welcome back to Live from America. I do appreciate you guys being here with me uh, this evening. And thank you very much, by the way, to Christina Caramo and her team for, uh, for coming on. And, uh, and thank you to April Moss right here on Real America's Voice News for hooking me up with Christina's team. I've wanted her on for quite a while. And um, I, I, seen, I, I was trying to look for some questions. Even Scotty said he had a question. I'm sorry, Scotty, I didn't see it. But if you get it to me... Uh, then we will ask her and we'll get it back to you, okay? I think she's going to be a big fighter there for Michigan, and she's up against a beast of a Democratic machine there, uh, a Marxist machine in Michigan, the Marxist Michigan Democrats, and she needs uh, all the help she can get. So, And uh, somebody else said Garrett was threatened by the rhinos in Michigan. Yes, he was. I'm in contact with Garrett Saldano constantly, and we'll be bringing him on next week as well. Folks, before we get into... Uh, the next part of the show, which I've got some very, very important stuff to share with you. I do want to give some love to our sponsor right now. And this is the kind that I tried yesterday. You saw me drinking it yesterday. This was it. This was it right here, as you will see right there. And it's a pretty big jar. 
I mean, it is a pretty big jar. So they're not skimping you. You get your full servings of vegetables, your full servings of fruit, and antioxidant power, uh, boost immunity, all this stuff, all natural, folks. All your fruit, fruits and all your vegetable needs in one day and one scoop right here. So make sure you guys go to Field of Greens. Dot com and the promo code is LFA, just like it is on my pillow. Check it out. I'm gonna do the challenge. I'm actually gonna do the numbers with my physical. Uh, I'm gonna take get a physical done uh, next week. I'm gonna get my numbers and my results, and then in 30 days, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna see how much this stuff actually helps. But they were right, folks. Back in the day, a hundred years ago or so, we ate what we were supposed to eat. Fruits, vegetables, things that we grew. And we've gotten so far away from that, and that's why everybody's getting cancer and dying. And so we need to make sure that we have our daily amount of fruits and vegetables. And they guarantee it, and they guarantee it with your doctor's physical. So check them out, fieldofgreens.com, and use the promo code LFA. Tell them we sent you, and uh, order your own as well, okay? Let's all get healthy together, and let's declare our independence from any of these cancer-ridden foods on the shelves and our tyrannical government. Let's get back to it. We've been keeping up with this story about the Secret Service and the Secret Service telling the Shamuary 6 Committee to pound sand, kick rocks, whatever it is, but basically saying, we don't have any text messages for you. Sorry. The Shamuary 6 Committee, headed, headed up by Benny Thompson, who's got COVID, just like Biden. They can have COVID together, COVID bunk beds. Maybe they can go in the same quarantine camps that unelected Governor Kathy Hochul in New York wants to impose on New Yorkers. But either way, Benny Thompson, little uh, pencil neck Adam Schiff, ankle biting action figure Adam Kinzinger, yellow Teletubby Miss Piggy, uh, Liz Cheney, and the rest of these know nothing January 6 losers. They are now pressing the Secret Service so bad because they believe that the Secret Service happens to be in control of some deleted text messages that show and prove that that worthless witness that they had on Hutchinson a couple weeks ago telling the story about how Trump said, this is MAGA country, and grabbed the wheel of the limo, the beast, and drove himself to the Capitol, and the Secret Service said, no, Mr. Trump, President, we can't do that. We got to go to the West Wing. They want so badly that to be true. They want so badly for that to be true that now Department of Homeland Security watchdogs have opened up a criminal, yes, a criminal investigation into the Secret Service for what they believe are deleted January 6th text messages. Now, when they first had this loser Hutchinson on as a witness, remember when they had a special, oh, this is a special airing because this is the walls closing in for Trump. This is the beginning of the end moment again for President Trump. They had this loser come on and lie about things she didn't know about. Secret Service came out literally hours later and said everything that that woman just said is a lie. Everything she said is a lie. That never happened. Sorry, Don't know what to tell you. Then the Shamuary 6th Committee said, we want to subpoena text messages. Text messages that relate to this story to possibly being true. The Shamuary 6th Committee pressed and pressed and pressed, and the Secret Service did an internal investigation, found that no uh, text messages ever existed, meaning that no text messages were ever deleted. So they once again pushed back and said, sorry to tell you this, but there are no text messages. Get it through your thick skull. Don't know what to tell you. And now the Department of Homeland Security has opened up a criminal investigation into the Secret Service's deletion 
of the text messages. And this was first reported by CNBC. The Secret Service was notified of the investigation and they ordered and they were ordered to stop its internal forensic probe into the erased messages. So they want them to stop. They don't want them to look for it. They don't want them to do anything. They want to come in. They want to do their own investigation. The DHS internal watchdog has opened up the investigation into the destruction of the phone text messages related to the days around the January 6th Capitol riot. Two sources familiar with the matter told NBC. The Secret Service was informed of the investigation last night by the Office of the Inspector General of the Department of Homeland Security, which said that the probe is now criminal and that the agency had been ordered to stop its internal investigation for, uh, for the deleted text messages. Why? I can tell you why. Because the Secret Service is not corrupt like the FBI. The Secret Service is not corrupt like the DOJ. The Secret Service is not corrupt like the DHS. And just like I said was going to happen, the DHS and the DOJ were going to somehow go in there and materialize all of a sudden these text messages that no other agency could find, but they just found just laying there. Oh, you didn't look over here? Here they are. I guarantee you this is a sham. I guarantee you this is a manufactured uh, lie. I guarantee you that text messages will all of a sudden appear and that will not be valid and there'll be no way to say they're not valid because the ones in charge will say they're valid and it will just be a whirlwind of lies like every other investigation into President Trump. You need to know it's garbage. I need to know it's garbage. Turn your head the other way. Don't give it any ounce of your energy just like you do the January 6th committee and watch it go away. But that's what's happening. That's what's happening. An actual investigation, criminal investigation into the Secret Service. Now, you and I have proved many times President Trump's own words on camera vindicate him from any wrongdoing with January 6th. Let's go protest peacefully and then said, go home. He also requested that National Guard days before January 6th be deployed to save whatever incident might have occurred and to be there to stop and protect anything from happening. That was turned down by none other than stretch face Armstrong Nancy Pelosi. What am I getting at, folks? We have proof, undeniable, 100% proof now from the Pentagon that shows that Donald J. Trump gave the order to make sure that the January 6th rally was a safe event. General Milley's recollection undercuts months-long, a month-long effort, months-long effort, I should say, by Democrats to suggest Trump wanted to incite violence. And that's been their agenda the whole time and their narrative. House Democrats' marquee summer show of primetime investigations, hearings, ended last night where it began, unable or unwilling to answer essential questions about the January 6th Capitol breach. We would be able to answer them unequivocally if Nancy Pelosi would just, uh, you know, give us the footage. Chief among them, if Donald Trump wanted to incite violence that fateful day, as his critics suggest, then why did he order the Pentagon to have a large military force ready to quell any disturbance? Not only, folks, did he ask for National Guard to be deployed there, but we now have Pentagon memos where it specifically says Trump ordered the January 6th event to be safe. Ordered it. And it wasn't. Why? Because it was a breakdown on Nancy Pelosi's level. It was an actual sting at the FBI and DOJ level that went exactly as they planned it to go because the fall guy was Trump and everybody who's rotting in the D.C. gulag right now. 
by their own admission, Democrats set up the hearings to, um, to show such scrutiny. They declared any question about the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi knowing about the potential for violence was off limits. Secret Service agents were called. Secret Service agents were called in to testify, and that didn't work out. Hutchinson was called in to testify. That didn't work out. Dershowitz said this is unlike anything he's ever seen, Alan Dershowitz, who's not a Republican, by the way, said this is like anything unlike anything he's ever seen before. He's never seen this kind of a kangaroo court in America before. They keep going and going and going. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we have a memo from the Pentagon from actual Mark General Milley that says he ordered the January 6th rally to go off without any violence. So, ladies and gentlemen, if that doesn't vindicate him in the minds of the Democrat Marxist communists, then nothing on this planet will. We're fighting an endless battle, so we might as well move on and fight something that really matters. Like the southern border. Anyway, folks, we're going to take one more commercial break and we'll be back with more Live from America to end the show right after this. Stay tuned. Wow, what a show today, huh? What a show. So, I want to show you guys this, what this looks like. It doesn't look very good. It looks like a brown, greenish substance. But I'm telling you, it's actually really good. It's actually really good. And I'm going to be doing one of these a day. This thing weighs 10.6 ounces. I'm going to be doing one of these a day. And I can't wait to see how, if the numbers change. If the numbers change, I'm going to be drinking this stuff the rest of my life. Or actually eating real vegetables and fruits. Uh, but like the, the, the entire reason for this company is because they know that Americans just don't do that anymore. Americans just don't do that anymore. Nothing is going to change in their mind, says Bobby. They are washed in evil. Yes, they are. They're terrified of us. Trump empowered us. Well, that's a good statement right there, actually. That is a great statement. They are terrified of us because Trump empowered us. What a great statement. Wow. This administration is a poop show, but use the word S. (laughs) Wow. Unbelievable. Does it come with a straw? No, it comes with a, it's a powder substance. You put it in your drink, your water. All right, let's come back from this commercial break and let's end out strong, folks, okay? Because I've got something, I, w- I want to hold some Democrats accountable and I want to make sure that these Democrats are not on TV or in public in the next couple weeks because uh, by their own rules, they should not be. So here we go. Folks, thank you very much for sticking around here on Live from America tonight and, uh, and thank you for being patient and understanding with me about the early recorded video here on Real America's Voice News as we got family emergencies to deal with. But I do want to end the show today holding the left accountable. Holding the left accountable by, by their own standards, by their own rules, and by their own ridiculous policies. What am I talking about? All of the Democrats that came in contact with resident Joe Biden in the last few days, I don't want to hear a peep from. I don't want to see on social media. I don't want to hear them talk. I don't want to see them on TV. I don't want to see them at public events. I don't want to see them doing their jobs. I want to see them stuck in the basement with old pedo Joe exactly where they belong. But before we get to all those Democrats name by name, I want to play for you a flashback video of how the media lost their mind when President Trump was optimistic about overcoming COVID, just like Joe Biden was on a video yesterday. Oh, I've got my shots. I've been four times shot. Everything's going to be okay. I'm going to beat this. 
Trump said something a lot better, and the media eviscerated him for it because he did not want to show and highlight how bad the flu was. Check this out. Unbelievable. President Trump wrote on Twitter, don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. Almost 210,000 Americans are dead. Speaking of outrageous, uh, this outrageous tweet. Oh, my goodness, Nicole. When I saw that Trump, I mean, I, I literally was overwhelmed. And now we see this tweet, which is heartless. It is uh, cruel. Jake, this is this is so disrespectful. I'm not even sure I can I can speak about this. It's incredibly, uh, incredibly disrespectful. What does that mean? Don't be afraid of it. I mean, first of all, it's it's a contagious disease that kills people. There's nowhere to even begin. It's gross. It's such a distressing moment. It's just so horrible, so, so destructive to say I feel better than I have in 20 years. That he's saying this is so disrespectful. The president says it's no big deal. Uh, I mean, it's outrageous. It is insulting uh, to the people who have lost loved ones. It is insulting to every American who wears a mask. I mean, it's disgraceful, Wolf. It's absurd. Don't tell your supporters, don't be afraid of COVID. Everyone should be afraid of COVID. It's okay to be afraid of COVID, and it's okay that, that it's dominating your life because it has dominated your life. Ladies and gentlemen, the only disease that's highly contagious, that's killing Americans, are dirty Democrats. That's the only disease that is highly contagious that is killing Americans, and that is the sewer-dwelling, swamp-donkey Democrats. So, for all of those mainstream media losers out there who are such hypocrites... Come on, man! (laughs) We did it! We did it, Joe! the dumb dumb award of the day to end the show here on this friday look folks that's going to do it for the show today look there are right ways and there are wrong ways but guess what there's only one yahweh so stand up tall keep your shoulders back keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of god and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper i'll see you monday morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Until then, please visit jeremyharrell.com. Help us out with a donation. Check out our store. Check out our merch. Use our promo code at mypillow.com and at Brave American. I love you guys. God bless you. Peace out. I'll see you Monday. Bye-bye. Rebirth of America.